across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. 11 after 8, good morning. Well, the Springboks yesterday beating Scotland, a very interesting match in a way, because it sort of seemed to take the box a little while to go. But I was reminded this morning, it is the first time that the Springboks have won their opening World Cup match since 2011. In the end, the final score, the Springboks 18, Scotland 3. It was, of course, the first match of Pool B in Marseille in France. Brayton Pulser, a man who knows what it's like to score a try for the Springboks. He's a rugby analyst now. He joins us. Brayton, how's it? Good morning. Morning, Stephen. Uh, good morning to your listeners. And uh, I tell you what, uh, man, it was a weekend of drama, you know, uh, all round. Beautiful to see the Rugby World Cup back in full flow and there were lots of drama lots of talking points and most importantly you know we got to win the box got to win and uh, and i think uh, you know we can unpack that but that's the most important uh, step of the weekend well it also sets up the rest of the pool doesn't it it makes it a little easier because we face ireland in two weeks time and we know they're a very tough side to beat Absolutely. Ireland, uh, I looked at them as well the weekend. They were well coached. They looked really good on the ball. It's a team that, that certainly transformed under, you know, their, their new coach, uh, Andy Farrell. He's done wonders with their team. I think uh, everybody knows their uh, sort of accountability and, and, and roles within the team. And that makes them a really dangerous team. This is a team who actually went to New Zealand and beat New Zealand uh, in New Zealand for, uh, for I don't know how many years. And uh, they certainly a team on the rise. But an uh, interesting stat is that Ireland... Ireland, can you believe it? The mighty Ireland, they never made it past a quarterfinal in the history of Rugby World Cup. Sure. Um, <laughs> okay, so back to the Springboks. Um, it seemed to be a different team in the second half. Did something happen in the change room? Was something said? Did uh, Russie flash an orange light at someone? Or do you think, <laughs> or do you think that it was just, just took a while to sort of assert themselves? Well, let's hope, uh, Stephen, the traffic lights won't be banned as well because everything the Springboks need to, like, are doing these days uh, is getting talked about and banned. But I can tell you what, Scotland, uh, you know, with all uh, the res- due respect, they are a good team. They are ranked first in the world. And Gregor Townsend, he certainly is a, is, a, is a masterful coach. He certainly knows how to get the best out of his players. Obviously, they have lots of South Africans. And I think that they held their own in that first half. They managed to disrupt the Springboks. They managed to actually, you know, sort of give us a, a hiding at scrum time. And I think they put a little bit of doubt into the Springboks uh, makeup in that first half. But, you know, knowing the Springboks, uh, this team has certainly overcome a lot of challenges in the last couple of years. They won many great tournaments, many great series. And coming into the second half, there, there were a bit of calmness. You know, obviously guys like Mani Lebok took more control of the game. The forwards got more direct, if you like, because that's what we not didn't do in the first half. We didn't go direct to them. We didn't sort of normally, like what we do, we, we suffocate and we strangle people. We didn't do that in the first half. In the second half, we go went down to the basics. We got the ball over the advantage line. We got our malls going and suddenly it was a different game. Then the likes of Marnie Lubbock and the Chesson Colby's and the Curtly Islands and the Dayalendes, they can, you know, cause havoc at the back. I mean, just to watch um, Cheson Colby yesterday was incredible. I was amazed that he, he didn't get on the score sheet. Um, Kurt yeah. Aaron, so that try, so that came from a kick by by um, by by Lebok. And, and Lebok wasn't even looking in that direction. How can a human <laughs> being do that? <laughs> that was slick, Stephen, and that tells you, you know, the ability and the talent of Amani Lebok. I know people criticize him because he, he doesn't kick well to post. And let's be honest, he, he doesn't do it at the uh, well at the moment. And I just feel that, you know. The talent that Amani Lubbock has, uh, he has that kind of uh, demeanor where 
many a player when they they you know don't do stuff well they they it, it sort of affect the body language but Mani Lubok if he does something not so well he just carries on and he does uh, you know he's looking for the the next best thing to do and that was Mani Lubok's doing that's why I will play him every single day of the week I think he's, he's working on his kicking and he will get his groove back uh, you know coming the big games as well uh, in the, over the next couple of weeks but Mani Lubok the talent that he displayed there you know was almost like a, a no-look soccer pass if you like and I, <laughs> that was beautiful it actually went vital and it's, it's so good to see for his confidence going forward as well there seems to be an immense, I mean, I realize this is a, fr- a silly phrase because uh, it doesn't mean yeah. anything, but there's an immense physicality to our forwards. They seem to have the ability to dominate when they need to. Yes, Scotland were able to win a couple of scrum penalties, and I imagine someone is doing extra laps around the park today as a result of that. But um, <laughs> but, but at the same time, when we needed to, we were able to put yeah. uh, Scotland under pressure, and they had no answer, I thought. And there is a difference, Stephen, you hitting the nail on the head. This book team, uh, with our forwards, you know, we will always be in the game because of our physicality, because of our bullish behavior, if you like. You know, we we really sort of get a strangle over the team. And unfortunately for uh, the opposition teams, you know, they do fear our packs. Uh, not many teams have been able to find out how to, to counter, you know, our really robust behavior up front. And I, and I do feel if there's one team who actually can do that, it, it could be Ireland. Ireland has certainly have found a way, you know, how to stand up to us. Because at the end of the day, if you can stand up to, to, to our pack of forwards, you know, and not to even mention the bomb squad, if you can stand up, you have a chance in this World Cup. But at the moment, you know, we are we are the most feared team up front. And uh, I really love it when the boys go rolling, when the boys go mauling and jumping into those tackles and rucks and mauls. And that's what we are really good at the moment. And that's a, a really good weapon for us. We're doing it so effectively and, and it, it scares the hell out of the other teams when we get it right. I have to ask very quickly, um, New Zealand losing yeah. to France in the opener. Uh, uh, for New Zealand, I can't imagine what discussions they're having on their breakfast radio stations right now. <laughs> Gee, Stephen, uh, you know, you're going to feel for them. We all know that New Zealand is a team that has the character to come, can bounce back. But at the moment, you know, they're going through a bit of a dark phase. Uh, it's not like them to lose back to back to the heavyweights. And uh, they are hurting at the moment. They are certainly hurting at the moment. And all is not well in the New Zealand camp, in my opinion. Uh, because uh, you know, if you look at the performances, you know, there's no bite. Uh, they do have the individuals. It's more like individuals trying to do things and not a team collective effort from them at the moment. So they're going to have to really step up if they still want to say, uh, ever say in this World Cup 2023. Brayton Pulser, really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you very much indeed. Former Springbok, of course, a rugby analyst, 17 minutes after eight.